Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody. My name is Jim Burns, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. These podcasts are designed to inform everyone, make everyone understand, and help them realize the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when we deal with this problem. This problem has been facing uh, us in our communities, schools, and uh, classrooms, homes for over 20 years and I believe that I have this passion where I just want to communicate ways where we could take a comprehensive approach and help people solve the problem and deal with the problem and just I'd just like to see it go away if I could. Today we're going to find out the many forms of bullying and why society's morality just can't seem to keep up with technology. A student is accused of posing as a girl on Facebook tricking at least 31 male classmates into sending him naked photos of themselves and then blackmailing some of them for sex acts. Anthony Stankel, 18, of New Berlin, which is somewhere around Milwaukee, was charged with five counts of child enticement, two counts of second-degree sexual assault of a child, two counts of third-degree sexual assault, possession of child pornography, repeated sexual assault of the same child, and then just to top it all off, making a bomb threat. A survey of 1,200 teenagers, they were between the ages of 13 and 19, and young adults 20 to 26, conducted by the National Campaign to Prevent Teen and Unplanned uh, Pregnancy and Cosmo Girl has revealed that one out of five, 20% of teens overall have posted nude photos or videos of themselves on the internet, and that number goes up to a third when young adults are included. While 71% of teen girls and 67% of teen boys who have sent these photos, they've sent them to a boy, say they say they sent them to a boyfriend or a girlfriend. 15% overall send they sent nude photos to people that they only knew online. For women, the percentage stays the same when they turn into young adults, although the percentage of young adult men goes up to 23%. Now, this is just another example of what society developed for good, deviant minds used for criminal and immoral purposes. What's the problem? Is it too difficult for individuals to enjoy the tools of convenience? 
without trying to figure out how they can use it to satisfy their own immoral appetites. I believe that speed and the lack of impulse control plays a big part in why these acts occur on a regular basis today. The speed of text messaging and sending emails and pictures from a cell phone, combined with just poor impulse control on the part of deviant individuals, creates an environment where people can say and send anything they want to another person. Things that they wouldn't say in person, like do you want to have sex, or do in person, like getting naked. Hey, I'm 64 years old, and 50 years ago, if anyone of my friends wanted to take and send nude pictures of ourselves or anyone else, by the way, we never did it, we'd have to live with the embarrassment of having these pictures developed by a photographer. In order for a picture to be taken, it needed two things, a subject and a photographer. No teenage girls were going to take their clothes off for some sex-crazed boy and let him take their picture. Any pictures that were taken of anyone, and I mean clothed, usually required a five-day period for development. Everyone had time to think. It just wasn't as easy as hitting the send key. Once the send key is hit, everyone has a record of what was sent, a record that will last a lifetime and probably create a lifetime of misery. Society's stagnant morality just can't seem to keep up with the rapidly moving technology. We haven't figured out how to use our new toys and are always looking for ways to use these things to self-destruct or to ruin the reputation of another person. When I was a kid, I was told never write a letter and never throw a letter away. I understand this now better than ever. At least 40 years ago, if I wrote a letter, I could decide if I wanted to mail it off. And if it was written in anger, I could think about it and allow my impulses to calm down. If somebody sent me a letter that was less than friendly, I had a permanent record of the person's thoughts of me. You know, it, it really is very difficult to wrap our head around when you think about it. Today, people just don't think. They, they get a thought, no matter where they are, and immediately begin to send someone, send a, a text message to someone, and begin to berate another person without even giving it a second thought. It's just as easy as hitting the send key. Now, I wrote an article a while back about how this type of selfish and uncontrollable behavior affected an evening that I was spending with my daughter, Sarah. It's living proof how texting, if not used correctly, can ruin a day, can ruin an evening, can ruin a life. Now, I thank God that things worked out. But remember, it all started with an impulsive text message. I left in a little advice for those of you who have children who could be impacted by just unbelievable, the, the un insensitivity of other people. Now, my Sarah and I were in the car. We were getting ready to go out to dinner. And, you know, as any dad, I hated to see my daughter upset. And I don't mean mildly upset. I mean, that just goes with being a teenager. But upset to the point of tears. 
This happened to me one night when my daughter was 17. She received a text message from one of her friends. The message said that the girls wanted to talk to her about something. Sarah couldn't get in touch with the girl that sent the message, so she called another one of the girls in this group. She'd been friends with these girls, you know, for the last two years. There were four of them. These girls did everything together. Hang out, mostly, as Sarah said, but they went to parties, they studied together, they drove to school together, and occasionally they got in trouble together. When she called one of the girls up, the girl told Sarah that all four girls were upset with her because they were starting to view her as being selfish and annoying. My daughter was blindsided by the information and really didn't know what to say. By the way, she didn't even know what they were talking about. And that's another problem that teenagers have. They don't communicate something to the person who they're having trouble with. They talk to other people, and in a roundabout way, it gets back to the individual. And I continue to say this, we have to teach our kids to have productive conflicts if we want them to survive in this world that is just loaded with technology and where they can just send things to people, sometimes anonymously. I asked her if she thought the information was true. And she told me no. And I then asked her if she thought she might have a couple of blind spots that the girls were possibly seeing in her that she didn't see in herself. She said no. And I must say she did a pretty good job of convincing me and backing up what she told me. The question is this. How does a dad offer a teenage daughter advice in situations like this? You know, I'm no expert. But I believe I did okay, based, you know, based on the outcome I did. Teenage girls always seem to be connected to some group outside their family. You know, boys like the connection as well, but boys connect usually with some type of sports team or club. Girls like to be connected to each other. The longer this connection lasts, the greater the chance that their weaknesses will be exposed and for sure, they'll start engaging in rumors and gossiping about one another. Girls also tend to become more jealous in these relationships if a boy becomes involved. One of the girls, once one of the girls has an opinion about someone in their group, they'll bend over backward to try and convince the other members of the group that it's true. They'll even search for the evidence to prove their point. This behavior becomes crushing and emotionally painful to the girl who's being ganged up on, as was the case with my daughter. What can you do when your daughter confides in you enough to tell you what's going on? Well, first, listen. And I mean listen. You have to be an empathic listener and begin to feel their pain. If not, the information's going to go in one ear and out the other, or you're really not going to understand what she's talking about. Get all the facts and try to stay as objective as you can. And don't react or condemn your daughter. Don't say to her, you better change your ways. If you're condemning her, it's a good chance that that's the reason why she's looking for connections outside the family. The next thing is to love her to death with your actions and words. 
My comment to my daughter was something like, you know, I really like who you are. I like everything about you. I like how you talk, how you act, and help her understand that you're her biggest fan. Let her know that she doesn't have to apologize for something that she truly believes she's not guilty of. I mean, are these the girls the only one with an opinion? And of course, if she feels as if she's done something to offend someone, apologize and move on. Let her know that long-term relationships give everyone an opportunity to show their true colors. These relationships may be nice at first, but the longer that a person is in them, the greater the chance that the true character of someone will come out. It's when a person has to decide if they want to stay friends with someone who's not a very loyal friend. Tell your daughter to stand tall, hold her head up, and don't let them see you cry, and that you will be there for her and help her do all of the things that you just mentioned. Adolescent relationships are a growth process, and, they just, and the problems just seem to compound themselves with social media, with text messaging, and with the ability to send people things that you wouldn't normally do in person. There's pain that comes from being hurt by a so-called friend. Guess what? By the time your daughter's 25 years old, she'll have the savvy to manage these types of problems on her own, and she'll grow more emotionally mature when it comes down to relationships. All friendships are not intimate. And by that I mean relationships that involves a person's heart, mind, and soul. The relationships that your daughter has with someone in high school might be viewed by her as intimate. Relationships have a, a continuum that go from acquaintance, friend, close friend, and then intimate friend. An intimate friend is usually someone that is a lifelong friend. Our children need to know this continuum and explore who they choose as friends for a lifetime. And I must say that my daughter is 28 years old right now, and she has done that. After she had gone through certain events in her life, she understood how to prune and weed out those that she didn't believe were going to be loyal friends. And all the friends that she had in high school, I believe she sticks close to one or two of them and that's it. They need the time to figure that out. Kids need the time. Guys and girls need the time to figure that out. They may get hurt by a friendship. They may get hurt by a relationship. They have to begin to experience that pain in order for them to understand what to do with, the, with that pain as they get older. I've often said it, it really is nice when someone gets into a relationship. My point is, do they really understand how to get out of a relationship? My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. And I thank you for listening. Please do take the time and go to the website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. You'll find a wealth of information there, including, including ways to take online courses. And there's wonderful products there that you can 
um, take a look at. Once again, my name is Jim Burns, and this has been Anti-Bullying 101.